Hello! Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Human Again podcast. When I was talking about expectations in the previous episode, I started thinking about a similar concept that's one of the roots of what I was saying about expectations. I started thinking about the sources of happiness and the differences between thinking of happiness as something externally stimulated versus something internally stimulated. We most often think about finding happiness or the pursuit of happiness as something tied to our external world. Many people may disagree on the particular things that will bring happiness, but they may still presuppose that something needs to happen or bring the happiness to you from the outside. You need to obtain some material possessions, achieve fame or status, foster healthy relationships, achieve goals, or eat delicious foods. All of these assume you're missing something that is needed in order to find happiness. They assume there needs to be some observable external cause for happiness. What often gets missed in the midst of this is the concept that happiness doesn't necessarily require an external stimulus or cause. It's hard to talk about happiness because it's such a loaded word that means something different to each person, so let me define my term. The way I'll be using it is in the sense of contentment and satisfaction or enjoyment of life. Another way to think about it would be the state of being that people want to be in and retain as much as possible. To really oversimplify it, we could say it means to feel good. Each of us may define happiness a little differently, but we can think of it in a general sense as a pleasant and desirable state of being. I did an image search to see what came up for happiness and related words just to see how we typically visualize these concepts, and this is what I found. Happiness was mostly smiley faces and balloons. There were some pictures of people in a field with their arms up and with bright lens flares from the sun in the background. The word contentment brought up mostly pictures of various types of nature or people in nature. The word satisfaction was mostly all business related, like in the sense of customer satisfaction. Um, so it was lots of scales from sad faces to happy faces. The word fulfillment was also really business related. It was all about order fulfillment. Um, but when I searched for life fulfillment, it was again, mostly nature, a lot of kind of adventure related stuff, of, you know, like mountains or just exotic places. Meaningful life brought up, again, more nature, people with hands up against the backdrop of the sun. Uh, success was people standing on mountains, stairs, or ladders, so basically anything you can climb, uh, again, with their hands up, and usually in nature. I don't want to overanalyze these too much since they're just pictures and don't conclusively prove anything. But I think it's interesting to consider some of the possible implicit messages conveyed by the images we associate with these words. They seem to indicate, if you want happiness, you need to go somewhere outside of your normal life, 
or achieve something great, uh, and you should smile a lot. Or you could just buy balloons, and apparently that will do the trick as well. They imply happiness will result in noticeable displays of celebration. It usually looks glamorous and exciting. It's, you know, jumping up and bright light, lots of color, beautiful places. Uh, it doesn't typically happen in ordinary life or work. There weren't any pictures of offices or sitting on the couch or doing dishes, for example. And satisfaction is based on the products and services provided and how well they met our expectations. It seems like we often see happiness and fulfillment as something tied to the external circumstances. It's about exciting experiences in beautiful places or achievement or how good the products and services we get are. And to be fair, an image search is biased towards external observable things, so the results will obviously be skewed in that direction. And honestly, I'm actually a little surprised that many of the images indicate we fundamentally understand that it's about more than just having nice things or about entertainment or money or status. At the same time, it seems like we're still looking for happiness in external stuff, and usually the stuff we don't already have. Most of the things people spend the majority of their time doing were not in the pictures. There wasn't anyone working at a job, or watching Netflix, or on social media, or changing diapers. I think that's because a lot of people are unhappy in their ordinary lives, so they associate happiness with things that they don't have or that they don't experience often. It must be in nature, or in stunning landscapes, or in freedom from responsibility, because we've already tried work and entertainment and they haven't given us the feeling we're looking for. It seems like many people assume wealth and success will automatically make them happy, too. Whenever someone who's rich or famous complains about their life or about being depressed, a lot of people will mock them and imply they don't have a right to complain because of all the nice things and privileges they have. The assumption is their life must be better or easier because they have money and status. Even if we would claim that money can't buy happiness, we're secretly hoping that we will be happier once we get a little more or achieve our goals, so we're mad when other people reveal that those things don't actually guarantee happiness. If anything, fame and fortune only seem to make people more miserable. There have been countless celebrities who have committed suicide or admitted they have depression, Often they say the unhappiest they've ever been is right when things are going just how they wanted and everything's coming together. At that point, they realize they're still unhappy and none of the external stuff helped. So it's even worse now. They get everything they wanted and realize it's still not enough. I think the key is to stop focusing on everything outside of yourself and address what's going on internally first. There's nothing wrong with any of the external stuff, but none of it can solve the root problem on its own. 
believing it's something external keeps us restlessly cycling through different things to try to find the one that brings the elusive happiness we're looking for. Instead of taking an outside-in approach, we need to approach happiness from the inside out. Learn how to foster happiness internally apart from the things around you, and you will end up being able to enjoy them even more. It's important to realize you're not just getting rid of external things or committing to minimalism. You're simply starting in the right order so you can relate to the external in a healthier way. You won't be dependent on any of it or fixated on forcing it to be a certain way because your happiness is autonomous and doesn't rise and fall with the circumstances. Consequently, you can appreciate both the good and the bad much better. When good things happen, you don't take it for granted or get paranoid about losing it. And when bad things happen, you can still find contentment in your life and accept the situation for what it is. One of the best ways to sum up this concept is the idea of gratitude. Gratitude is about retuning your happiness and expectations in order to celebrate the things you already have so you don't get caught endlessly chasing what you don't have to find happiness. I did a picture search for gratitude as well, and it was more unique than the other words I checked. There was still a lot of nature, but a lot of it was journals or a pen and paper of some kind. It actually showed things that are more familiar to our ordinary life. You can go to the mountains or watch a sunrise and practice gratitude, but you can also do it with just a pen and paper in your everyday life. Of all the words I noted, it highlighted a more introspective approach. When we start with gratitude, it helps us remember to foster an inside-out approach and reconcile the tension between the external and the internal. We start with the internal by acknowledging we're content already and saying whatever we already have externally is enough to be happy. External things and experiences can help assist with the gratitude and contentment, but they're secondary to what's going on internally. They only help you experience the feeling in new ways but no specific one of them is required in order to have gratitude. Think about the implications of this. If you can truly practice gratitude and inside-out happiness, you'll have more control over your happiness and be much more resilient to anything taking it away. An outside-in approach makes you a victim to your circumstances because your happiness rises and falls based on chance and forces outside of your control. An inside-out approach gives you a chance to find happiness in any situation. You have everything you need for happiness already, and anything else you add to your life from here can only serve to make it more incredible and give you more opportunities for gratitude. Conversely, Anything you lose doesn't remove your ability to still experience happiness. That doesn't mean this is easy, though. Our brains have a tendency to get fixated on the things around us, and especially with our world today, many of the things we see are designed to make us feel incomplete 
and dependent on attaining the product or experience being sold. Brains and addiction suck us into looking for comfort or happiness in places we're probably not going to find it or at least have trouble holding on to it. We go to drinking, eating sweets, movies, pornography, games, scrolling through posts from friends about their lives and opinions on social media. All these things can occupy us and make us feel good for a little while, but if you evaluate any of them, you'll probably conclude that it won't bring you any long-term satisfaction beyond the moment. If you were to ask yourself why you're doing those things in the moment, would you have a good answer? A lot of the entertainment we consume is supposedly to make us feel better, but I'm not sure it actually accomplishes that most of the time. Ask yourself, will eating this cookie really make me happy? Will checking Instagram make me happy? Will browsing posts of memes make me happy? Will buying this thing that I want make me happy? If it won't, why are you doing it? The other day, I found myself mindlessly going through random YouTube videos just to pass the time and zone out, and I stopped myself as I was about to click on a video of the Pirates of the Caribbean theme being played on calculators. It seems interesting, and I would probably come away from it thinking, huh, that was really cool. But at the end of the day, it has very little chance of improving my life or bringing me any kind of lasting happiness or making me feel content and grateful. Just as soon as I watched it, I would be onto a different video to give my attention to. I stopped myself in that moment and reminded myself that I could find more happiness and benefit in my life from being mindful and just practicing gratitude for a minute than by watching that video. Again, there would be nothing wrong with watching it, but if I ask myself why, I don't have a good answer, so I would rather do something that actually helps me be happy. The things that tend to leave me feeling happy and contented on a deep level are usually pretty ordinary and unglamorous. They typically involve other people or some element of a larger purpose and meaning. Authentic conversations with a close friend, time with loved ones around a fire, pausing for a moment to recognize and appreciate ways I've grown over the years, and contributing time and resources to better the lives of others are just some of the ways I've experienced a much more satisfying type of happiness. And I think that's largely because they get me back to gratitude rather than selfishly chasing the feeling of happiness and pleasure itself. These moments can just pass by without us appreciating them if we're not paying attention. I think back to an evening when I met up with a friend I hadn't seen for a while and had dinner together at Subway. Nothing extraordinary happened. The food wasn't amazing and neither of us shared an incredible story or discovered a profound insight. We just caught up and talked about life and enjoyed each other's company. I could very easily have forgotten it ever happened, but 
I came away from it feeling a fullness and contentment. I think merely because I was able to be present and appreciate the value of it rather than coming in with expectations about something spectacular needing to happen or being distracted by something seemingly more interesting. On another occasion, I just walked around my neighborhood picking up trash and litter whenever I noticed any, and I came away from it feeling a similar satisfaction and lasting happiness. It wasn't about thinking I was great for doing it or trying to impress anyone. I just enjoyed the chance to take a walk and felt good about being part of something bigger than myself and making the neighborhood just slightly more beautiful for others as well. It got me to pay better attention to the beauty of the plants and environment around me, again bringing me back to gratitude. In the grand scheme of things, the actual contribution I made is so insignificant that it's unlikely to have any noticeable impact, but just having a small sense of meaning and purpose to the task made it enjoyable and fulfilling. I thought about it in the moment that it seems strange that I may have experienced more happiness from picking up used napkins than some people seem to get from spending thousands of dollars. We get caught up thinking happiness is so hard to find and trying to get more and more money just to find more happiness, but we may be going the wrong direction. There may be more happiness in slowing down than in speeding up, in serving rather than in being served, in giving away rather than getting, in appreciating our current surroundings rather than rushing off to find new ones. I think it's worth reiterating, by all means, seek out exciting experiences, enjoy nice things in life, work toward ambitious goals, and treat yourself to indulgence on occasion. Just please take the time to practice gratitude and finding happiness internally first so you can enjoy those things even more and not become dependent on them. See you next time.